0: Today is, in fact, the day the Lord has made, and these are the times in which God Almighty has decided we will live. We do have unique responsibilities. It's been an, because of the times in which we live. We live at a time of choosing both temporally and spiritually. And there are a lot of people picking up the mantle of the responsibilities handed us, given the times in which we live. Trenton White is one such gentleman who's decided to speak out. He said that God spoke to him because, among many things, Trenton saw his skin color. Trenton happens to be a black man being used to divide this nation, and he's speaking out about that. Trenton, so glad to have you on the Todd Herman Show. Welcome.
1: Hey, so glad to be here, Todd. How's it going today for you? It's great.
0: It's great. It's great. It's You know what it is? It's better that I see people. I, I saw your presentation for God and Country, and and you said that you didn't want to be the guy uh, giving speeches about this stuff, and yet I see you as a unifier, et cetera. I've always said, Trenton, the people who are going to save this country are the people in the background who don't want to do it. Can you tell me real quick about God speaking to you, telling you to get into the game?
1: Oh, yeah, Definitely. Um, what really happened was over the time, you know, just growing up the way I did, seeing different things, seeing both sides of the tracks, you know, I always had an interest in people. always had an interest in how the country ran, started watching uh, uh, politics on news when I was 15 years old, just started getting into it. Um, always spoke to people, though. Always had um, the knack to help people. I had a business in New York, uh, Buffalo, New York, actually, uh, that was uh, PW Media and Scouting Services, helping kids in the inner cities. Get that college experience, uh, using their athletic ability to get to college, and then speaking to them about just life in general. But after Barack Obama, um, I really got a calling. I always said, I'm going to be a leader somehow. Uh, I didn't know when. So fast forward uh, after Obama planned the seeds to what we're seeing now, um, I realized the politicians weren't just trying to help people. And I noticed they were get in and forget why they were voted in. And then I started seeing undercover Democrats in the Republican Party, and then just the government as a whole was evil. And then I said, you know, I prayed two weeks before God and country, and um, I got a call from Amy and John, and they said, hey, we'd like you on. Things didn't go the way I wanted. I was sick, got my time cut down to 15 minutes, so I had to compress everything into a little bit of time, but it worked. Um, It worked tremendously, Uh, got a nationwide response. We're growing, and um, I just want to get people back to realizing they had the power. You vote these guys in, you can vote them out. But also, I was a Donald Trump guy. I went to six rallies. I've seen this guy all the time. I followed him from day one, Todd, recorded uh, everything he did. But he's not one. He, he's only one man. And I, and I said in my speech, look, he was good for one term. He helped exposed everything. But we can't depend on one man on this earth to save us. It's going to take all of us.
0: Yeah, it is going to take all of us. And – Trenton, you said something that made me feel very sad. Um, You said that you have observed people using your skin color. And I took in that the operative word being yours, right? Because I hear that as an individual man, right? That you are obviously an individual human being. And that really, that that meant something to me because it seems to me that the left and people who propagate uh, critical race theory, they don't respect Anybody's individualism. They want people to believe they right. have no rights as an individual. But they're sort of I, I I guess they took that as almost a way that they're sort of stealing your skin color.
1: Yes, they are. And the sad part is you gotta understand and I always tell people, you know, this river is dirty now. Don't fight the left in the middle of the river. Let's go to the very beginning to see what's poisoning the river. So The way I see it is this. You have a lot of blacks, and I I tell people I grew up in both sides, so I do remember how we walked in stores, people would look at us, people would ride by saying the N-word. Little things like that build up, and then you're taught within that community not to trust whites. Well, it just so happened a lot of people still do that. Now, I didn't believe in that, but now the government gave them a weapon, and they weaponized it, and it's almost like a tick for tack. Oh, you know what? It's our turn now. But the blacks who are educated enough to understand they're being used – don't even uh don't even consider that but you gotta understand there's a lot of blacks in the black communities who will not re- who will refuse to hear it um, let's say another white man or whoever hispanic man comes to the neighborhood they heard it all before every four years they want votes yet they're still living in slumber they're still they're still living in the ghetto so now what i'm doing start. i'm sorry todd can you hear me yeah gotcha so what I'm doing, Todd, is, is starting in July, we're going to um, go on the ground. Uh, we have a camera crew. We have everything. We're going on the ground. Before I run through anything, um, I want to go to this ground level in Milwaukee, and the cities around the country, and we're going to talk to those people in those inner cities, those people who are middle class, and I want to see the difference. And if I can bring some of those people together, let's talk about it, because the way things are going, it's not right. They're being used, and they don't realize that once they get what they want, they're going to spit them right out.
0: Trenton White's with us. A Great speech. I want you to see the speech, albeit 15 minutes and should have been longer. Text Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800-465-8770. You can see Trenton speak. Um, Trenton, it's it's good to hear you recognize the fact that racism exists. Um, because look, we're, yeah. we're, we're we're imperfect beings. This is this. There's yeah. there's all sorts of imperfection. But I hear you saying that you were able to climb. Right? You said you've seen both yeah. sides of the tracks. Right. I, I don't know, Trenton. How is it that that white people can get away with saying being on time is racist? Have you seen this? This this there's people no. white no. no Truly, truly, in in the separate country of Washington state, which has been taken over by communism, there was a a public meeting of government officials and a lady objected to meetings starting on time because being on time is racist. Being polite is racist. We're told now in Seattle that black people, they shouldn't have to follow traffic laws. And I'm telling you, they've stopped pulling people over for traffic violations because it's racist. What were the principles and activities that that allowed you to climb the ladder? Was it being late to meetings or late to work? What got you where you're at now?
1: (laughs) Well, well, here's the thing. You know, I have uh, black friends, Asian friends, Indian friends. I have poor, rich, uh, whatever. You know, I was able and and I allowed myself to uh, go on both sides to learn because as a black person, you have to navigate through life and figure out what you're gonna do. You, you just can't be on the black side. You just can't be on the white side. So you gotta be in the middle and accept all people because there's many different opinions. But here's the here's the problem. Um, black community overall in this country has shocked me and embarrassed me to the point to where they could be so manipulated by this. They 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 want to play the victim, and the Democrats have beaten them down so much to where they're open to anything, and now they don't understand you don't have to do traffic stops. Do those blacks still understand that if someone's breaking in your house, you're gonna to want to call the cops and if you defund them, no one's gonna come? And here's the sad part. Not all blacks in the black community are bad and think like this. They just keep quiet because if they because if they do say they don't believe in it, they'll be ostracized harshly in that community. And so when you look at blacks who don't want to follow rules and everything, you got to understand who you're talking to. You're talking to the most uneducated Political-wise, people who've been brainwashed from day one, who refuse to go, and that's why one of the cities I'm going to, I'm going to the ground in Seattle. My team's trying to get in touch with uh, the Republicans there to where I come there, and we go on the street and a black man's talking to them about why I'm telling you why what you're doing is wrong. And guess what? Look at me. I didn't. I didn't agree to this. And then break it down to them because if you don't, they won't understand. Look. If I can talk to 200 people, 300 people and get half of that, I'm fine. I'm fine because I will make a run one day. But my belief is if you run for something, you better know the people on all levels, not just the ones who like you and have money. You got to talk to the ones who are the most vulnerable. And that's what I'm doing. Now, that's
0: just so so wonderful to hear that you'll be coming out here. Let us help host you. Do whatever we can to make sure that you have a, a as pleasant a stay as you can. here. And let me give you just a, a little bit of just man to man advice. When you come to Seattle, yeah. I always ask people to wear steel toed boots. You know why? Want to know why?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The heroin needles. No, no, no. No, I'm telling you, Trenton. I'm not kidding. I'm asking you to wear steel toed boots because when you walk around the downtown streets of Seattle, you might step on a heroin needle. We, we, oh wow. We, no, wow. uh, truly, it's gotten this bad here. Let's continue this conversation with Trenton. I want to talk specifically about critical race theory, but I also want to talk about yeah. uh, our role as as the left calls it white allies or white adjacent allies. We want to break that down right. with Trenton White. Let's check traffic with right-way traffic. Trenton White is with us. He may be coming to Seattle. This would be very exciting. He gave a great speech at uh, Forgotten Country, and a friend of mine turned me on to this. I watched it, so we got to get Trenton on the show. Um, Trenton, I was just last week in the program talking about in a sad workplace. There were a couple of black employees. One was a contractor. Another was a gentleman I worked with a lot. And when the black people would walk into the, um, to the office place, you'd have white people go, Oh, look, Oh, Jimmy's here. Everybody Jimmy's in the house. And they, they never did that for white people. I'd walk in. No one ever said hi to me, but they'd make this like clownish overt effort. Oh, look how unracist I am. I'm going to go touch Jimmy's back. I look at yeah. that and, and I've sit, yeah. talked to my friend, James, like, like, y- does that feel racist to you? And he told me, this is him his opinion. It doesn't need to be yours. But he said, Todd, I'd rather hear the N word than have people come over and treat me this way and, and treat me like some kind of house pet. So what yeah. is the proper yeah. way for white people to deal with that? And, and how do you respond to that overt? Oh, look, Trenton's
1: here. Yeah. You know what? I have had that experience a few times to where, um, I did feel like a house pet and quickly I jump on it right away. I jump on it did right you? away and say, Hey, why you treat me that way? And then I tell people sometimes yes. that's more racist than saying the N word to me because the way we're positioned in this country is we, we are so victimized in the left side. We want we're the we're the hall of fame of victims and the whites feel so guilty and i I feel bad for <laughs> the whites because they gotta navigate this. They got to tiptoe around this, and and then they overdo it. And, uh, yeah, it's sad, but guess what? (laughs) I tell people all the time, um, look, I tell my white friends all the time that, look, it's funny that you helped us in the civil rights movement. Now guys like me have to protect you because that's crazy. They're making you out to be the bad guy. It's nothing more than what Hitler did on a much smaller scale, but it's taken off, and it really shocked me, and I feel bad because – Whites don't know how to treat blacks anymore. I'm a human being. Talk to me like you talk to everyone else. Look, when you see a daycare, kids are all different colors playing. They can care less. Racism is taught. Racism is taught. And when it's taught, it's a shame, but it's more of a shame when you see the whites act like that way. Oh, there's Trent. Oh, my gosh, let's go kiss his feet. And some blacks like that. But, but you know, now the whites are in a position where they have to do that, and it's sad, Tom. Well, look, I mean,
0: the Todd Herman show, we've talked to so many people um, about different ranges of black experiences. I have a friend of mine, Dre's. He's a he's an MC and a rapper, a very successful dude. He's beautiful family. He now lives in the separate country of California. He's the first guy who ever gave me. He gave me an example of whiteness. Um, and, and Dre's is now he does radio a little bit, which he should have been doing all the time. It's just a natural at it. Um, but he gave yeah. me this example, and I don't know if you've ever had this example, Trent, uh, where he said, Todd, I grew up pl- praying to a white God. In my mind, I believed that God was white, and and as this little boy, I'd pray to God, and I was thinking I can never be truly godly because I'm black. And I, and I said, Dre, wow, my friend, that breaks my heart. I never would have had that learning if I didn't ask my friend, hey, do you see an example of whiteness? So let me ask you. Like Trenton, do you see whiteness? Um, is that a thing in your mind?
1: Well, it was a thing growing up. Everything was white on TV. Commercials were white. Uh, everything was white. And it never really crossed my mind because, see, it, it never really crossed my mind like that until I got like a little bit older uh, maybe 12, 13, 14. Um, start being called the N-word more, and then start looking at, hey, why aren't there black people on TV? Why why isn't there interracial uh, people? Because I have kids in New York who are two American woman, you know, so so race is nothing to me, you know. So that question, yes. I mean, there is some, but I think if we wanted to do it the right way, I think the big issue today is this. If you want to do it the right way, I mean, I remember when Cherry was first had the interracial family, that was a huge, huge thing both good and bad. But I think what's happening now is the left is forcing it. And when you're forcing it, you're doing what Hitler did for all the problems of Germany. Every problem blacks had in this country, the, the left is saying it's the whites fault. And that's not right at all. And guys like me aren't gonna let that happen because guess what? If it weren't for a white woman, she wouldn't have took me off the streets and put me in a prep school and helped mold my life. And it molded my life to realize everyone's good, you know, there's good in all races, but, you know, this is end-time stuff we're talking about, so people must understand that, too. Every person must have a moral compass in their mind. I don't care what God you believe in. I believe in my God, but there has to be that, because this is the end-of-the-time stuff. I mean, wrong is becoming right, right's becoming wrong, and people are just doing the most outlandish things. They're changing their gender. They're doing everything. And yep. the Republican Party, to me, is at blame for all of this, too, because— if it ain't broke, don't fix the attitude they, they kept. They didn't allow most uh, people of color. When I speak, I blame the party. I say, look, you guys ran this party like it was the 1960s. You never said or did anything to welcome anyone of color in this party. And if you did, they had to hide in shame because they were going to be off. Now you want to jump on board because things have gotten so bad to where now you realize, one, the white vote isn't enough. Two, you have really done nothing but have a few black tokens on there, which I can say that because, you know what, when I do a speech, I tell them right off the bat. I tell them right off the bat, look, you're going to like me for what I say. I'm not going to be your token mouthpiece. And, and, And I'll say that because it's true. And you have to let them know right away that, you know what, you're in no position to... Uh, to care on what color somebody is if they're speaking the truth like me and they're willing to put their life on the line to help save this country including you you need to sit on the bench and and get behind me because this is the brand new battlefield that you watch be constructed now it's ready to play on and you don't have the guts to go on that field and play on it you'll rather side the democrats or keep your mouth shut so let us new leaders go and take care of this because <laughs> it's nothing like it used to be
0: Oh, man. I love it. Trenton White is with us. Um, you brought up two things that, that uh, we're s- supposed to not say. Um, you talked about racial scapegoating. And Trenton, I I went back and I checked history. Did you know that when the government, like Joe Biden is doing, and, and um, social media and the mockingbird media, I call them, Trenton, did you know that in history, when a society starts to scapegoat a race, that it almost always ends really badly. Did, did you know that sometimes oh. that ends in folks getting killed?
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. And, <laughs> you know, we're at the point now, Todd, I'm going to tell you something. You know, we could, um, you know, I tell a bunch of Republicans, I'm looking at all these people running, setting up for 2021, and they still got the same, same boring, regurgitated message. And I'm saying, what a time now to where, in order to get this country right, we let it go so far to the left to where people must die. You know, there's people from the cabinet buildings who are still in jail with no bail. That's a sign of political prisoner to me, you know, and people aren't even talking about that. There's so much going on right now. And let right. me tell you something, Todd. Look, I expect, let me tell you something. Reason I expect my life to be shortened or I'm going to jail. That's how far I'm going with this. And not many people are willing to do that because I have kids in this, in this country. I have friends. And this country has been good to me. But I'm willing to either get shot or whatever it takes, because I'm, I'm going to be that strong, and it's starting and it's happening. I'm going to be that strong, or I'm willing to go to jail because they're going to have to shut me up. I already made peace with myself to where I am shortening my life because it's getting that bad. And I'm sure there's other people out there who have came to you know just came to the conclusion with themselves that your life may be shortened. And I expect that for me. I think God's going to protect me, but I'm okay with it. If it does, because my followers will carry on my message and hopefully it works.
0: Well, a, I don't want to see that happen. Um, B God knows that time. Uh, in and, and my, in my structure, I'm a Christ follower and in my structure, God yes. knows that time. Uh, Trenton, and, and I would say this, that I've I've made peace with these things that I, I look at the great lie of the woke mask. And and I've had people say, well, Romans 13, do as the government says and the authorities. And and, right. and I say, yeah, right. Unless it's violating the word of God and the woke mask is a lie. Right. I'm not going to put a lie yeah. on my face. I'm, and the uh, I'm not going to pretend that I trust the election results. I don't. Right? Do I have proof right. that it was stolen? No, I have good reason to believe that. So I guess I've made peace with the fact that that means I probably won't go be on t- on the TV, and that's okay. I'm not allowed to fly in airplanes because I won't wear the woke mask. So I I want to leave it there because I-, I I I've had God tell me you're going to be emptied, but turn. I don't want you leaving the earth because we got to have you, man. Um, we got like one no, minute left. I get it. How- how do people get in touch with you? We've got like one minute left. How do they get in touch with Trenton White? Well, you
1: know what? Thanks, Todd, Thanks, Todd for that. Look, I have a GoFundMe page. Uh, I don't take money from from companies. Um, what I do is uh, I let the people um, um, help me get to where I get to for expenses, etc. Et so if you go yep. to Trenton White USA on Facebook, I have a GoFundMe page. It's going to get me to Milwaukee and Chicago, and then we're going to travel uh, different parts of the country. But it's Trenton White USA. Follow me, and all donations are um, – are accepted because it's just for you to people i'm i'm for you to people no special interest as i grow um i will always be for the people and this time when you give your money and donate to me to get somewhere that's where it's actually going which i will actually post the receipts to my followers online so there's no nothing about uh, anything coming to me but uh uh i'm doing this for the people tom and i'm the real genuine person to do it and it's you know it's time to get rid of the suits and listen to us real people
0: There it is. Okay, Trenton White's on the Todd Herman Show. We'll have you back. We'll try to get you out to Seattle. And I know I can say this to you in great good conscience. Trenton, go with God's good grace.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate it.